American people are tired. What happens when plugged-in people congregate for a little indoor surfing? Of women, 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 women. What is the cloaca? Derived from the Latin word for sewer. Well, I've said that. That makes sense. I'll put them on later if I need to verify that it's going, you know. Hi. Uh-huh. Hi. 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 Western Promises. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think we need to stop and then record again. Okay. Well, we can just... We'll just edit we'll it. Just, we'll just edit it. We'll just edit it. We'll just edit it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. How yeah. are you feeling? I'm a little rough around the edges today. <laughs> Uh, why is that, why would that be? Well, I had a late one last night at the White Horse. I believe you two gentlemen were there. We were allegedly, we were. yeah, allegedly. So is is, is it uh, someone? I was uh, it looked like it was a two step bar. Is it a two step bar? It is a two step bar. Okay, were there, did you do any two stepping? Uh, <laughs> maybe in private, is that but. A <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, cause I really like, you know, I've never been to Austin and the absolute, and I've heard like there's, it's gentrified to shit and like, mm-hmm. you know, LA had this like exodus during COVID and everyone moved here and I really wanted to avoid like anything trendy or sure. I wanted like yeah. honky tonk, gross. Turns out you can't escape like, the, the most basic though. of yeah. people ever. Mm-hmm. I needed basic and, yeah. mm-hmm. and a little bit of. Western, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Hence, the three of us Absolutely. and why we're in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we, so th- uh, just for the listeners at home, um, we are joined by the only other Western promises um, online, and we, she has agreed to surrender the name to us indefinitely. <laughs> um, as far as signing NDA. Yeah, I'm I'm this close to still the cease and desist. Of, uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, how how serious were you about uh, potentially needing to send us a cease and desist? Well, I was pissed in the beginning because um, a lot of uh, so for the listeners' background. So Western Promises, my Western Promises is a production company. So we do we produce photo shoots and and film in, in the fashion world and okay. beauty and lifestyle, whatever you'd like to call it. And a this, lo- is a, this is also sort of our genre, so that makes sense. <laughs> okay, well. You're kind of stepping on our toes. There we go. <laughs> and a lot of these, like, photo assistant boys and, like, you know, these kind of, like, meme guys, they were like, is this you? Is this you? And they kept DMing me your guys' posts, and I was just like. <laughs> I can see how that could be problematic for you. <laughs> I, I was like, what is this? And I was like, what in the 4chan hell is this? <laughs> and, um. And then yeah, I was I was a little bit no, I was pretty much serious in the beginning, and yeah. and then I was like, I kind of relate to this. It's almost like you guys are the dark side of everything that I would say and want to post, but sure. So that so you know what's funny is that like we kind of haven't touched on it in like a while, but like the genesis of our show ultimately was. Uh, there were a lot of conversations that we would have privately or like in an intimate group of friends that just had become uncouth to have publicly. Like basically anything that you want to talk about, you would have had to have figured out the right take on it already to have right. a conversation. Right. It. And you'd had to like come to that opinion within a week by reading like infographics on Instagram. And then you'd have to have the right opinion before you could like say anything you wanted to on it. And that felt very like awful to me. Like, I don't like that. I like to be able to speak openly about it, even if, like, 
some things I say working up to my final opinion are going to be like kind of fucked up or wrong, which it never is. It's always, no, I'm it's always right on the money. I've never <laughs> heard you say anything yeah. um, questionable. But, but it felt very like constraining and frustrating. So like, I think what some people take as transgressive or edgy is just like, no, I'm just not, we just don't want to shy away from like conversations or talking about topics that are maybe weird, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. We had a guy, so, uh, we had a guy on our show who eats his own shit. That was <laughs> oh, wow. like a, sort of a fun thing for us to do. Um, a lot, like, yeah, in the Amber Heard spectrum. Oh, my God. Spectrum. Absolutely. We'll get on there. The we'll get there. Say, yeah, we'll get there. On the spectrum <laughs> in many ways. So he's eating his shit, and... Yeah, he's so he's 19, we found out. Wow. Um, and he, I forget how he, he, like... The people that are fans of Playboy Cardi, uh, well, it's the Playboy, him? it's the Playboy Cardi sub right. subreddit, which I think is like not just like directly related to Playboy Cardi. I think it was just like a like a I don't even know like you know how there will be those weird like meme subreddits for people who don't really hang out on like other social media. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I don't know. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a weird subreddit for sure. But th- there's a guy they found who is on some other subreddit for like having a fetish for eating your own shit. And so then he was just like very open about it. And, and what so did he describe it like? What's the? I mean, oh, he he loves it. I mean, <laughs> I mean can't, can't get enough. Cannot get enough of the shit. He's well, he had some some questionable medical advice for our listeners. I would say <laughs> he's very adamant that there is like nothing dangerous as long as you eat your own shit. That the bacteria that you're ingesting is already in your gut, so it's like. Yeah, it's already what's it's the already, problem. It's already basically. been through it. So what do you just re? It's a closed loop in, in mm-hmm. his case. It's like when, um, whenever you have the, I forget what machine it is, but it's a machine. Cloaca. Isn't it that? No, you're thinking of a bird's pussy. (laughs) 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 That's true. (laughs) Oh, I was, I was, that was not the reference. I had a completely different reference about. What's um, Cloaca? Cloaca. 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 That's a bird's Mm -hmm. pussy. That's a bird's pussy. No, isn't isn't that. that system of like the pig shits and then eats its shit and it's all cloaca cyclical. is a is a is a multi-purpose hole that is that serves a function as a vagina a, like a sphincter they also call it uh, a urethra. yeah multi-purpose hole yeah that's yeah that's me um <laughs> got it that's a cloaca as yeah. far as i understand no it. cloaca cloaca is where the bird piss shits comes from <laughs> okay mm-hmm. very informative yeah yeah Actually, it's an elegant. Solution. I think you're you're thinking you're thinking of the nitrogen cycle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So pigs eat their own shit continuously, like an oral. Are you thinking of Ouroboros, the snake that eats his own tail? The, myth, the mythological. No, isn't it that pigs? I mean, certain. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling. I don't <laughs> no, know. No. <laughs> you started. You brought it up because you were talking about a 19 year old that you had on your show that eats his own shit. So, right. 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 And right. was educating you about it. Yeah. So, so he. So he. He was Ugh. very. He, he, so his. His thing, too, is not that everyone should do it, although at one point he was like, I think everyone sh- maybe should try it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he was kind of, he said it's like it's got a stigma, and it's like, well, there's a stigma for a reason because you're shitting into your hand. And, eating. And, I, and I made the mistake of, like, after we talked to him, uh, I wanted to check up check up on him because he said that it initially happened when he had, like, a schizophrenic break and was put into a mental institution. Okay. All right. And so, where do you find these people? Are they just coming to you? Yeah, I mean, some, some, some of them. The ones that usually come to us are not worth, in, uh, like, yeah, worth dealing with. It's, <laughs> it's when you seek them out and find them, you know. Yeah, we have a go for it. We have, um, yeah, I'd say that we have we have a a pretty like cool. I don't. Know, we have some cool and chill fans, and then I would say that there's a lot of not necessarily people that like listen to the podcast, but people that follow us on Instagram. <laughs> That then, um, <coughs> sorry, you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I just interrupted all of that. Oh no, it's God. good, keeping it yeah. all in. <coughs> but I feel for, I feel like what you guys post, <coughs> you there are not, there's not that much hate on the on the gram. No, there's not. We'll get weird <coughs> DMs sometimes. I think anybody yeah. that engages with the stuff, but like, we'll get it's a classic, like, 
oh my god, do you actually believe this? I was just going to be hearing this and turn it off and, and unsubscribe. They're like, who is this girl coughing? Yeah. There's a big market for girl coughing. It's the new we, ASMR. We've been, we, we've been trying to break into girl coughing. We're being observed uh, by my friends Savannah and Tess. Yeah. <laughs> They're on the porch just like looking at us. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. interesting. The first ever Western Promises <clears throat> crossover, the first ever Western Promises recorded outdoors. I like the outdoors. Oh yeah, the beer. I drink a beer. It's actually really good. I've never had this. Chilada limon mm-hmm. uh-huh. and salt. So, uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, the guy, the guy had a schizophrenic break, ate his shit, learned that he loved it, and he said there was like a. T- a t- <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> he he loved everything about it. He loved he loved the way yeah. it tastes. He loved um. It made him feel. Made him feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was he was simultaneously he was did he what? Oh, I think he's drinking from the tap. I think he's like hand hand under scooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, well, the most surprising thing about this was this was a I mean just based on the way he sounds. Now there's anything wrong with it. It's like an autistic 19 year old psychotic yeah. person, uh, schizophrenic, whatever, who um, has had like a uh, a lengthier uh, sexual history than you might assume. Um, he I don't know how many girlfriends he said he had. Like. Eleven girl, like eleven, like committed at nineteen, and yeah, much, and much more amenable to his fetishes than <laughs> yeah one would expect. Well, I mean, the access to you know, you're just talking about earlier about like subreddits and and like these account. Like, I'm way too old for this lingo, but <laughs> uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah. the access. I oh, mean, for sure. And he's just reading, probably. I mean, and he's a schizophrenic, right? Well, and I, I brought up the point. He's probably like. A lot of, uh, at least a few of his girlfriends have probably been like online girlfriends. Yeah. Well, we, 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 yeah. we talked. It would have to be. We talked about it before, but there was like a, a post that I think summed it up pretty well, which was like, you know, back in like the '90s or the '80s, you would be a guy, or there would be a guy who's like, man, you know what? I really want to fuck a toaster. And then he would think like, man, I'm really attracted to fucking toasters. Wow, I want to fuck a toaster. And he'd kind of go through this moment and being like, wow, yeah, well, that was an interesting phase in my life. Now you say, man, I kind of want to fuck a toaster. You type in toaster fuckers into Google, and you find like an entire an entire forum, a community. Are, yeah, you find there's a, a, real there's, community. A, there's a convention happening in like Austin, Texas, of like, oh, we're all the, we're all the toaster fuckers, uh-huh. and now they're like, this is my identity. I'm a toaster fucker. Yeah. So now you can immediately find community, which is nice. It's nice uh, to find be able to find community. You know. I don't know. I think that this because this is directly related to something that bothers me a lot that I I, I have trouble articulating, but. Uh, it's the idea that like subcultures don't really exist anymore in like physical spaces mm-hmm. um, and that if a subculture can't be immediately like uh, commodified, then it's not really allowed to exist. Right. And so all of these cultures have to exist online and you're not allowed to gatekeep anybody. So there's like no barrier to entry about anything like that. Um, That's, so cl- cl- can I call you Chloe? Not Cloaca or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chloe. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on gender? <laughs> wow. Well, um, oh, God. So, you know get... what? Let's take a step back. Let's West, take West, a step back. Western Promises. Yeah. What's your thoughts on gender? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, so, Western Promises, we, we have the same name. Yes. You, did, were, we on, were we on Mike when we were talking about Cease and Desist? I don't think we were. You, you, I have no idea. Yeah, no. You initially sent us a message. Very saying, threatening. I did, very, and I and I asked my lawyers to be like, "How do I, how do I cancel these people?" It's I'm a, kidding. We, we we asked our lawyer, and he said, "Give me a second. I'm eating some shit right now. I'll get back to you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he never did. He got busy. It was, yeah. it was oh, a, it was, he, damn it! Because he was, yeah, he yeah, was. Um, he's a great attorney, but he was on the twelfth relationship. Yeah, he's, he's actually a nurse. Um, Is he? Yeah, uh, he's an Australian nurse. Which is like, that doesn't count. Dude, that's what happens when you let the government take your guns away. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but anyways. But yeah, gender. I mean, no, well, we can go there. Sure. Well, I'm just curious. We should, how did you... So you said so you talked to your lawyers about cease and desist, um, which would have been interesting. I wonder how that would have played out, actually. I mean, it would have been terrified. We would have been run off. It would have been yeah. stupid. Yeah, and I this is so so much of an... We're, we're setting an example, really, absolutely. for yeah. modern linking, America. Linking and building. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Linking and building. Linking and building. We're rebuilding the so, social fabric of this country. <laughs> so where did where did Western Promises, the name, come from for you? Um, it's so dorky. Uh, there's this super cheesy but very talented 80s electro pop band called ultravox and they have a song called western promise 
And I was probably in some other dimension a really long time ago at eight in the morning with an epiphany on some rooftop. And I was like, this is what we're going to call it because this song was playing. And it was so cheesy because also what sucks is now every time they're like western promises you mean like eastern promises and i was like no this isn't a reflection of that this Uh is yes as much as that film is amazing Uh we're not going there please and then it takes me like 20 minutes to talk about why i called it western promises i also just think it's funny i think it sounds like a fancy rehab i think it sounds like a chain of banks or like a union totally it sounds like one of those uh, Instagram ketamine um, like infusion (laughs) therapy places right and I just think the blend of our two accounts is that (laughs) yes we're the the new acid yeah Uh, but yeah so that's funny because ours is definitely just from Eastern Promises the movie yeah well and yeah and and, and, and we we talked about this in the DMs a little bit Um, the uh, the Obviously, the Viggo Mortensen movie, um, but then also just sort of uh, the the idea that Mark Fisher and others that like we're sort of influenced by have talked about of the deflation of expectations, as far as like um, what you should expect from life in like Western culture, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a a gayer way to say the American dream is dying, you right? Know? Like right, the, the, right. the pro- totally, right, right. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but it, it's, it is, I think it's like a, a harsh reality you kind of wake up to at a certain point in adulthood of unless you were born into specific circumstances that the West you are sold in media is not the West you're going to live. Or you'll live to it at your detriment to like later in your life when right. you like can't keep up with that lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Um, and you, you definitely are living in the West sold to build the goods about how you should live what you should care about, what you should be spending your time doing, the people you should surround yourself with. And I think it's just exhausting. I think it's exhausting for regular ass dudes like us. Yeah. You know, oh, let's get to that. I want to hear what being a straight white you're cis s- male in you're 2022 s- you are, you, depressed you are assuming a, a lot there. Yeah. I mean, correct, and you are correct, not the minority. Correctly. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are both racially ambiguous. Um, so <laughs> it, it's hard to say, but you know, in the uh, interest of anonymity. Sure. Yeah. I will accept. I will Dead accept. silence. Uh, <laughs> now we can't talk about gender. We can't talk about race. No, no. We I'm, can't I'm, do it. No, I mean, I, I think those are interesting concepts. And I think they are, <clears throat> like we were saying before, they have become, the discourse around those things has become so toxic that it's like very hard to engage in direct conversation about those topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very quickly, usually conversations about those topics devolve into meta conversations about the conversations and if you should be having them when you should be having them and who should be having them you know right and i mean to backtrack it's just when did we all get so offended no for sure yeah for sure and like were, you're born you come out of your mother's vagina and i'm you're offended like or it's your, or you your know? father's vagina chloe <laughs> <Yeah>. coming soon <laughs> so. your father's cloaca <laughs> I mean, unless unless you have some degrees you can show us, then I don't think you're really qualified to speak on who is and isn't a woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so how? So you you live in you live in Paris. I live in Paris, France. That's how, one of your names. That is true. my that is my pseudonym. Um, it's also where I was born and where I've lived most of my life. Texas, Paris, Texas. Wow. Yeah. Paris, Texas meets Paris, France. Have you been to Paris, Texas? No. This is your first time in Texas ever? No, it's not. Okay. Where were you before? Fort Worth. Okay. So that's like Dallas. I used to have the weirdest job working for a corporate America company called Dillard's. You know that chain of department stores? Very familiar with Dillard's. I used to be, this is so weird how I got this job. There was a cheesy fake Ralph Lauren type brand. Is it the the one, the Polo USSR? No, I can't say the name. I'll get in trouble. I'll probably get in trouble. (laughs) But it's this like wannabe Ralph Lauren French brand that got licenses deals with um, Dillard's. And okay. mm-hmm. for some reason, because I did do a little bit of design school in Paris, but like anyway, my aunt knew somebody, yada, yada, yada. I get a job like designing home goods. So I'd have to go back and forth from factories in China to Fort Worth, Texas, where the headquarters are at wow. 21. Weird. It That's was wild. so weird. That's so Mainland fun, China? 
Yes. What part so of how was that? How did you <laughs> how, did you ride in a lot of little weird vehicles? Yeah, did you rickshaws. survive any escalator accidents? Um, I just remember getting incredibly sick the minute I got there by accidentally drinking the tap water, oh, and I had hmm. to get like a antibiotic shot in my butt cheek from Chinese doctor at the hotel. <laughs> wow. And when you go to the factories, they roll out a red carpet. And they okay. find your interests, and they like knew I was a smoker. Uh-huh. And so they had like a little trolley full of cartons of Marlboros. Oh, that's and so fun! That's so nice. Marching wow. band. I love that. It was great. It's the good old days. See, businesses don't they don't they don't do that kind of stuff anymore. No. They, they, they especially don't cater to smokers. No. So you want to talk about a second class citizen? Smokers. Smokers. Complete White, second male, class. straight smoker. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to. Well, come, yeah, you got you to you 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 huddle up. My friend Tess is joining. She's she's chiming in on this. I live in Los Angeles, California, and there are certain cities within Los Angeles that are incorporated, like West Hollywood and sure. Santa Monica, sure. where they have banned smoking. So you can legally, legally, okay, smoke a joint in a restaurant or right outside of a restaurant on the sidewalk, and the cop won't go after you. But if you jaywalk or you smoke a cigarette, you can get a fine. What, is what, what world is, is this? This country coming to. What world? <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, it's funny. In, J- in Japan, they're big smokers over there. Oh, I loved it when I went to Japan. Yeah, me too. Oh, but what God. I hated about Japan is that you can't fucking smoke outside and you can only smoke inside in a tiny little box or a designated well, area. You can, it's that, I, that drove me crazy. But, so n- no, you can't, you can't smoke and move. You can't be, yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't, be, you can't the be the street. Because like, you can't do anything that might like bother somebody else. So if you're walking down the street smoking, it might blow in their face. But you can go and like stand in a little corner. If there's like an ashtray in an in a alley by a vending machine, that was my spot. Yeah. Sort of behind the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Or, but yeah, or like, Pachinko you walk parlor. up to like a coffee place and outside it's like no smoking if you smoke we're gonna kill you uh-huh. and you go inside and it's like yeah you just have to sit in this room and then smoke your cigarettes with these other people yeah i did hit up some places that were great there was this like gyoza diner from the 50s Ugh, and it was God. just like one counter right and Ugh. it smelled so, like you know just fried perfect dumplings and everyone's just smoking and there's little baby ashtrays everywhere and uh-huh. Yeah, the good old days. I mean, uh, the hotel I stayed at, there was like the smoking lounge and the Hemingway bar because they like amazing thought everything was so uh, American I, and sleek. And I had uh, I had raw chicken uh, in Japan, uh, chicken chicken sashimi, and it was chicken, delicious. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. I didn't. We did not know we were ordering it because it just like they. Uh, it was like a little, like it's probably cooked like, just like enough. Like tartar like, style? Like, yeah, 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 it was probably cooked just enough in like lemon juice type things, you know? Like ceviche style. Cevi- ceviche style. Okay, so Paris, France. Yeah. When did you move to Paris, France? Almost 20 years ago. What was your What was your impetus to move to Paris, France? Well, it wasn't, it was kind of rough. So I, my parents were splitting up. I was kind of a bad teenager. Sure. And so was it your fault they were splitting up? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, and, uh, you know, like, I was basically, like, I got my high school diploma, like, in the mail. Like, I didn't even go to graduation. Oh, me too. Same, Talk, actually, talking yeah. to me too. And, um, and I barely made it. And f- I graduated from Malibu High School because that was nice. the only place that would take me at that point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, got kicked out of my private school. And, like, daddy couldn't pay for it anymore. And, um, like... It's not like I had like over a 4.0 GPA. I was going to even go to a state school like Same. and be in student yeah. debt for years to come to yeah. what? Like, it's funny. We were like on Bumble the other day, like swiping and making fun of like who's local and in Austin. Mm-hmm. And it's like Harvard, Northwestern, Yale, yeah. and then job bartender at the rinky dinky or whatever, you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like these poor... I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent, no, but yeah, about, like I didn't go to school. Like, yeah. So we went to France and my mom is French. And so I'm half French and our family's there. And it was just, I hated it at the time. I hated my mom for doing it, but mm. it was kind of like the best thing ever. Yeah. So did you, what, what was it? Cause again, now I feel now and I, I didn't, I didn't graduate college and it does feel like whenever I see, and I'm not like, don't use like haven't used dating apps in I don't know how long but whenever I see screenshots of them everyone does list like their alma mater as like a credential for like as why they should be dated or whatever. Uh, and yeah. only in America and it seems yeah, yeah. I was gonna say only it's, in it, America it, it seems kind of gross to me 
like men in France would never like throw down what university yeah. they'd go yeah. to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah I, okay. It was weird. Sometimes it would make sense if you were like in college still. Right, and right, you right. were like seeing that they went to the same place or like a nearby school or something like that. Right. Or I don't know. But yeah, I haven't been on dating apps in, in, in years either. But um, but uh, yeah, it's like what what it, I think I just I, I hid. Was it mine's going to say what state school I went to? You know what I mean? It's like who can. Yeah. 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 Dating apps. Wow. Not doing Pretty them. Pretty bad. Not, Not doing you're them. You're awful. No, it's about IRL. It yeah. needs to be about IRL. Cold, you like you're in a cold approach. Sometimes you're red pill. Do, do you do you cold approach? Or are you are you cold approach? I have been known to to approach mm-hmm. myself. I'm just at a point. It's like you know. All right. Yeah. Hi. How are you? But, but do you, do you find the cold approach uncomfortable on the receiving end? I mean, depends. Right. Yeah, I mean, it? It, that's like the $100, like uh-huh. $100 million question. It's like, it depends who's approaching you. Sure. And this is uh, primarily primarily a dating advice show. So anything <laughs> that you can tell to our listeners will be, you know, so how oh, do you very much appreciated. I, I don't date. I wouldn't be the one. Well, neither do our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing Call of Duty and... You know, that's, that's true. Liking I actually, your memes, I would. I would yeah. be very curious to see demographic uh, pretending well, to read Foucault. I mean, we do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is a lot of like a uh, lot of that. Um, ha- yeah. Have read like a third of a third of popular intellectual books. I would say, right? Read the Wikipedia art. Read enough of the <laughs> Wikipedia page to make a meme about Deleuze, and then be like. Epic body without organ style. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm so. There were some. I mean, there were still some like theorygram accounts that I think are like cool and funny. Like you know, shout out to Bwap. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's good. Beyond woke and problem. Yeah, he's a day one. Obviously, fraud like academic fraud has for been sure. uh, on the team for a long time since since episode one. Yeah, but the vast majority of those accounts have become like so lame and unfunny. Yeah. They're, they're so it's, insular. They like all the jokes are in jokes and they require you to have so much like back knowledge of like the Yeah, but most of those people don't even read that shit. For sure, but you like read enough to yeah, they're just obnoxious. Yeah. So speaking of, <laughs> do, do you Le Pen? Do you vote yeah. for Le Pen? Yeah, vote for Le Pen. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so what is her deal? She's the people call her the Trump of, of France. Yeah, I mean she's far right ring right wing. Uh, her father was Jean-Marie Le Pen, who was basically a Holocaust denier and Mm -hmm. a very racist politician. He, um, he ran the far right wing party. Right. What's that party called? Before it was called. Uh. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) before it was called, uh, Fuck, I'm having a blank. And then it was called Front Populaire, Popular Front. Okay. And then it was called. No, I think it's still called Popular Front. Popular Front. So that's what that Instagram page is. Popular Front is also, isn't like boots on the ground, like a chav guy that goes and. Like grassroots uh, conflict reporting. War journalism. But I mean, yeah. And then other day, like, was revealed that, like, to finance her campaign against Macron in 2017, she, like, borrowed $17 million from one of Putin's banks. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, a huge Putin supporter up until now where she's been, you know, obviously. So, so here's what I'm curious about like, is, uh, is, like, the, the atmosphere in France, or especially in Paris where you are. Is it, uh, is it as divided... Is it as team sports as it is here, where it's like it's getting there? I yeah. mean, France, it's getting there yeah. for sure. I mean, it, it's terrifying. It's this. So, our a term for a president in France is every five years, okay, and they can serve up to two terms, like in the U.S. And uh, first time, it was uh, not really a landslide between Macron and Le Pen, mm-hmm. and round two. This just past election, it was like 53 to 48%. I mean, that's tight. And Macron, you know, barely won. Um, Is she claiming, you know, voter fraud? Is she claiming that the election was rigged? Blah, 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 blah. No. We have a little bit more dignity. Oh, is she she not? No. Hmm. Because now we have the legislative elections, which are like the midterms here, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And... um, we had a candidate who was third in line and he got kicked off after the primary. Uh, he was like our Bernie Sanders, this okay. guy named Melanchon. I remember. And yeah, I, I remember mean, everybody, guy. everybody wanted to vote for him. But the thing is, is that like, 
Oh, it's so tricky because you're talking about underpaid, overworked liberals living in a city. Right. Yeah. Talk to, you know, the 60-year-old farmer who's, you know, yes, understands climate change, but needs to pay his, you know, power yeah. bills first. So it, it, it is like largely an agricultural like pushback on a lot of the liberal policies, isn't it? Yes. Because I read completely. my 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 uh, my deep understanding of the situation. I was about to bring this up. Yeah, yeah is um, uh, Welbeck's book Serotonin. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with Welbeck? Absolutely. So serotonin, I felt like was, which is all of his, like the a common comment on his writing is that he's very prescient. Like he, he writes about things that then either are happening right when the book comes out or come to pass like a couple right. like years later. And I think serotonin, when, when were the yellow vest protests? 2018, I believe started. I think serotonin came out in 2015. In, in French, I think. Okay. I think it took a couple years to get uh, translated. Yeah. But that... Serotonin is like just all about the 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 struggles and the growing resentment and helplessness of the agricultural workers in France. Yeah, and then like I think there's a scene in the in the book. It's been a few years since I read it. There's a scene in the book in Serotonin where there are armed Frenchmen with rifles over an overpass, like pointing down at like encroaching government vehicles, and I think that almost exactly happened during the Yellow Vest protests. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, so I guess I guess my my actual question though is, it would be a, as like a group of like young people, if in like in a liberal city, if one person was openly a voter for Trump or Republican, that person probably would not get invited to hang out with. No. With their is that the same thing kind of over there now? Yeah. 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 I don't think that. I mean. <clears throat> But again, you know, what if we were talking to people in their late 20s, early 30s that already had four kids living out in rural farming France and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I really think that, uh, I don't know, the French, you know, we, I mean, it's not just the French, we like to talk a big talk about these things and, you know, with age, I'm learning that you need to kind of step back and really try to understand each experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, before ha- forming your opinion. Yeah. And I think that today we're just so quick to form our own opinion. Well, you're, um, you're kind of forced everybody, to. Everybody is so reactionary. It, it's like, you know... Back to, yeah. <laughs> it's just like whatever Trump is for, people are against. And then it, it just leads people to having the most sort of inconsistent view, moral code that would to which they apply the world i wonder if trump lost any money or is losing money right now i think our skinny king is (laughs) doing so well i think he's moisturized he's keeping it he's keeping it tight this cloaca is puckered he's ready yeah he got the honeymoon stitch he's he's the og cloaca (laughs) yeah his mouth (laughs) he does kind of have a a cloaca look about him why did nothing happen to him i still it's still you mean you you mean violence towards uh former president donald trump donald j trump donald j trump doctor doctor president trump Dr. Um, Trump. I don't know if that can even happen anymore. It, fe- it feels like those people are just untouchable in terms of like any sort of physical, physical interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. It's everything has just gotten so weird. Where like anytime there's, I, I, I mean, like there was the plot the to kidnap the governor of Minnesota or like whatever fucking state oh, that was. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Michigan, yeah, and um, it turns out that the entire plot was created like they ended, all the people that they brought up on charges ended up getting off because it was the FBI agents who were infiltrating the group who came up with the plan who moved it along who did every single aspect of it yeah. and this is i mean this is something that's been going on since uh with like the war on terror you know finding a uh sort of like low IQ uh disgruntled uh like muslim immigrant and then being like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if or like radicalizing them, and then being like, hey, you should you should make a bomb, you should drive it, like you should do mm-hmm. this, and then arresting them for it and be like, look, we're stopping terrorism. Exactly. Aren't marathons annoying? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if fifteen of these people didn't have legs anymore? Oh yeah, and those kids, the Boston bomber kids, were definitely like, I don't know, that's some NK Ultra shit. Yeah, there were some seeded ideas there for sure. I think. Uh, I actually survived one of the terrorist attacks. Wait, which one? Charlie Hebdo. The, yeah, and. 
Charlie, not the Charlie, not at the office. No, 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 no. Um, when they went around and hit up like eight bars in the Bataclan concert hall. That's what, so cool. what are they, was that the Eagles know. of Death Metal show? Eagles of Death Metal show. So I was at Holy a red shit. light at, right in front of one of the bars, and we were in an Uber. Uber gets completely blasted with bullets, uh-huh. and we were just on the ground Jesus of the Christ. of the Uber. Holy shit! Yeah. How was that for you? I mean, it's crazy because the first Bad, thing that right? came out of my mouth, I felt like I was in a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Because my brain had already because even in 2015 we've desensitized uh, desensitized yeah, already. For sure. All the technology, yeah, the hard drives full, absolutely, and already, and I, it was like somehow like relieving that 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 fight or flight mode came in for sure, yeah. But instead of like, what is happening? Like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. down yeah. and that's terrifying. It is. It's pretty terrifying. Well, you know, I think it's interesting that like I remember being younger, and you would there's a guy a. Uh, He's a congressman who's now like disbarred and, and disgraced. But uh, Jack Thompson, you remember Jack Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the like eighties and nineties, he was a he big, was like against uh, video violence in video games. Yeah, he was a big violence video games guy, saying like they cause violence, they cause violence. Like you know, Columbine happened, and they were like, oh, it's because they play Doom. They listen to Marilyn Manson or whatever. Right. And I think a lot of people on the left pushed back on that completely saying like don't be an idiot like they don't do anything there's nothing wrong with it it's totally fine like violence in media does not translate to violence in real life and while i like probably holistically take that approach i think it's probably or i'm of of the mind of like we can't censor media or art or expression or whatever right but to be completely uh on the other side of it doesn't have any influence on the modern mind to be completely like normalizing death and slaughter all the time uh, I think is naive. Yeah, but I think I think it's it's to what it's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, to what degree is it? So, is it just sort of reflecting back to us what already exists in the world, or like what people already yeah think but, is cool? Yeah, but do you think do you think that the act of of playing a game where you are engaging in violent actions doesn't doesn't change your your brain in any sort of way, change your thinking in any sort of way. Again, my argument is not that these things shouldn't exist. Of course they should exist. Mm-hmm. Like they should be or or they should be able to be made. Yeah, I remember whenever I was talking about how Mikey Miles might have watched too much porn and that made him gay. Exactly. And you told me that I was making the like <laughs> conservative argument. That's that, true. Uh, That's true. Well look who's doing it now. That's true. That's true. I think I I think who? What? Oh, I'm doing Beaumont's it. I, I'm, I'm making the argument that I think what you consume can influence you in pretty significant ways. Well, I think it can. So the, the argument is that if if you play a lot of violent video games or watch a lot of violent movies, that then you are more inclined to be somebody that like shoots up your school, which I don't I don't think you can make that Not big. Of, no, there's so many factors. Sure, know. of course. Like how annoying were the kids at school? Yeah, I mean. Well, obviously, like, those specific teenagers or children that went to those schools and, you know, shot up uh, at their schools, um, I think it's more that they're learning from what they're consuming. The, the separation of, like, reality and fiction isn't there, right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that, you know, and, and obviously multiple deep underlying issues there but mm-hmm. i think getting back to how like just experiencing this terrorist attack yeah, just being yes. in a situation where what if a gun slipped and was at the foot of the door of the uber i know i'd take it and start shooting and that's like the reaction that you know and the numbness absolutely the numb feeling of just knowing what to do yeah is pretty crazy because also you know in film, they don't really like you have to be fucking G.I. Jane to know how to hold a gun. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't slap me. Paris about to slap the shit. Uh, <laughs> um, very, very sensitive to my thinning hair. Um, he, he will, he, yeah, will not take that lightly. Whose hair oh, is we, thinning? Oh, G.I. Jane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whose hair is thinning? Let's be honest, both of ours. Every man over 30. They both got hair. Well, thank you. <laughs> anyway, I got. <laughs> so <laughs> I so, digress. So you would have you would have have you shot guns before? Are you familiar with guns? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like amateur, amateur. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good idea to take it on as a hobby, but okay. maybe well, that's your opinion. <laughs> it's an expensive fucking hobby. Sure, <laughs> that's true. sure. It's but, very expensive. I don't get into what, hobbies that'll cost me. What's your life worth, Chloe? 
fitting against a home invasion, uh, an Uber shootout. You know what I mean? I've lived through a home invasion. I've lived through an Uber shootout. Uh-huh. <laughs> I literally had a home invasion. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, like I've gone off a cliff in a car. Wait, what, Damn. I want to hear about yeah, that. That's a good, that's that sounds a like a real story. Simpsons episode. It so. was. It was like, woo. <laughs> Wait, what, how, what, okay, so what, were you driving? I was driving. Okay. <laughs> Why'd you drive off a cliff? I, I, I was actually sober. Okay. Completely right. sober. I was 16. I was driving up in Malibu Canyon. There was a thick fog of, like, you couldn't see. And this little bitty squirrel oh, <laughs> pops no. up and I braked and I didn't see. There was no shoulder. Uh, there was no, like, barrier from the road and the cliff. But thank God the vehicle I was driving in. I was in my mom's, remember in the late 90s when no little beetle... VW bug cars oh, were oh, yeah. love those. when they came back. Yeah. 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 My mom had yes. one. It was like bright blue and uh, tweeter. tweeter. And uh, <laughs> we called it tweeter. <laughs> and thank God that fucker rolled Damn. down the cliff. Well, the, 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 because the impact from a sedan. Right. You'd would have, have just nosedived and probably exploded the car. Well, you, yeah. the, and also the shape of the beetle. That's why it was originally advertised when yeah. it first came out. It's like the dome shape is extremely strong. So yeah, I mean, you're lucky. You're lucky to be alive multiple times cars. over. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You've got a guardian, guardian angel. Do you believe in God? I, I no, I'm not. No? I don't. I'm an atheist or yeah. agnostic or whatever you call. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> when did uh, did you ever believe in God? No, never, never, never. never. You didn't go to church yeah. as a kid or anything. Uh, my dad was a Jew. My mom was a Catholic. They. It's not because you went to a private Catholic high school in LA that you were of any religion. They just wanted your. Well, I think because my mother wasn't Jewish, I was accepted. And I think that's why I was able to do cotillion at the non-Jew country club. God. Oh. <laughs> it was bad back in the well, days <laughs> when you think about it, Jesus. That is kind of crazy to think about, like, a, a non-Jewish country club. Or meaning, like, you can't, Jewish people weren't allowed to join. It's like Bohemian Grove, kind of. Yeah. How many Muslims, though, do you see in country clubs, though? That's a good question. That is a good question. Have you? I've never seen a Muslim man play golf. I've never been to a country club, personally. I'm pretty sure I've seen a Muslim man play golf. Or maybe you see in America. I haven't. Let's just say oh. if it, Houston is probably like the capital of Muslim men playing golf. That's true. That's true. So is is the pushback from the right in France? It's largely immigration issues, isn't it? Immigration issues, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's just. Uh, it's just spiraling right yeah. now. Are and you sympathetic to, you know, people, obviously there's like a lot of issues going on in Europe right now that is, uh, I think a lot of people feel like they don't have any say. They don't really have, uh, like if you don't have national sovereignty, like sovereignty as a nation state, mm-hmm. if your um, elected officials are sort of like, ultimately uh, they report to like, the European Union, right. things like that, that people don't really have a, they can't control their own life. They don't have a say in what's going to happen at all. Are you sympathetic to that or do you, are you more of a, uh, a EU supporter? I'm more of an EU supporter personally. Um, I think we're stronger in numbers, uh, personally. Um, do, do you not feel that Paris? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that there's like, I, I, I read, uh, the left case for Brexit. Um, and that, that definitely opened my eyes to a lot of reasons why people would that I things that like I just always assumed were good like maybe not be so good or like they might not be so good and maybe the the nation state is sort of like a bulwark we can use against the globalists to like (laughs) you know be able to have some kind of say in you know when you hear like them at the world economic forum talking about the great reset and like You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And then, like, you can't afford to buy a home because some private companies are buying up all the homes in the country and stuff. And, like, international business and, like, all these, like, international, uh, like, forces are the ones really sort of, like, pulling the strings. Like I said, I'm I'm sympathetic to that viewpoint for sure. I just think in 2022 we can't go back to chopping it up into 27 little villages, you know? Um, I don't think with what's happening in the world right now especially with this current war going on that that <laughs> it would also and just and then maybe this is like my very capitalist american side to me as a half I mean american living in paris is that 
We are so lucky in France. I mean, the systems in place, education, healthcare, uh, you know, even if people bitch that retirement sucks, you still get it at 63. Yeah. And like, you get, there's so many benefits. And unfortunately, we pay insane taxes. And this is where, you know, the aging woman gets a little more frustrated because of all these social systems we have and you're put in a tax bracket and you're considered wealthy with a salary that in America would be just considered like lower middle class. Right. Yeah. You know, they think yeah. like if you make over 40K, you know, sure. a year, you're fine. Well, it's, it's I yeah. think I think my problem with like both both viewpoints is like the the answers usually exist in compromise, especially with like the scale we're operating at. Like you have to compromise. Yeah. And I also think things like NATO, which is like a big contentious topic right now, or the EU or things like that, these protections that get put in place that can, there are of course a million arguments against it and it like does diminish certain individual freedoms and things. But I think when you look at it, especially in terms of like, um, what is it? The Belt and Road Initiative in, in China, massively expanding all their industries in mm -hmm. mainland China. And it's like, so fast. It's supposed to be done by 2049. Yeah. Which is like the bicentennial of like the uh, DPRK or whatever the fuck it is. Or not K, DPR. DPRC. The, oh, yeah. 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 Um, and I just think that you. I think these problems are so much more complicated than a simple answer will give you, which is why I get frustrated with people that are like, oh, the EU's bad. Oh, NATO's bad. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because it's 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 not it's not that simple. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it is not. Yeah, yeah, especially like the the thing with like the Russia. Uh, uh, Ukraine invasion there are so many like extremely stupid arguments from like all sides of it but a, a big one that I think about all the time is like we can't, we can't let a precedent be set of a massive nation just deciding to cede land from a a, a recognized nation you can't just let them do that because that's such a crazy precedent you yeah know what I mean I don't know I don't like I I it's a very double-edged sword. Well, and also, but, like, it just depends on how you slice it. Because you could say, like, well, we can't just let Western countries, like, through uh, NATO, uh, promote Ukraine into being a uh, whatever status they gave Ukraine a couple years ago in NATO. And then, you know, we're like, oh, well, look, they uh, they basically did a coup and installed, like, a, a U.S.-approved... Um, like leader in Ukraine, we can't let them do that. Set that precedent, so we have to. But that, don't you think? Don't you think that is different than rolling tanks over borders? Yeah, but I think I just it just it seems a little bit like it could be you could fall into the trap of the sort of like NGO military industrial complex line of thinking. I don't know. I definitely see what you're saying. I stopped paying attention for a little bit. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about stop paying attention. Oh, yeah. So in the first yeah. weeks when it was trending, which is just exactly so funny, vomit uh -huh. in my yeah. mouth uh -huh. with uh -huh. this chalada, um, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, "Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine," and then you know, like a couple weeks later, it just oh yeah, dissipated what's, what's from the new thing? Yeah. stories. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then Chris. Rock getting slapped was trending, and oh. then you know now it's the Johnny Depp trial. Sure. I mean, Chris Chris Rock getting slapped was my personal Ukraine, you know. Yeah, that, that's how it felt for me. That was really what we needed <laughs> in the but, first quarter of 2022. So you're you're you are in the you're in the fashion industry, right? Mm -hmm. Production, music, video. Uh, I have two things I want to talk about. One being Euphoria, and they're they're related. One okay. being Euphoria, one being that movie Cuties. Okay, haven't seen Cuties. Okay, do you know what Cuties is? Are you familiar with the concept? It's about the pre-teen girls. Uh-huh. French director. Yes, going through adolescence yeah. and like, you know. Yeah. Are you, are you aware of the controversy? No, what was it again? So it got, the movie got picked up by Netflix. So right, had, I did see it on had Netflix. It had already been produced, made, everything. The movie got picked up by Netflix and Netflix made a poster that was like these, I think they're 11 years old. These 11 year old girls kind of like, wearing like kind of sexy outfits posing right like dancing and you you thought they were sexy or they were just who listen, thought they were listen, sexy? listen we don't need to <laughs> what are you what are we what are you doing here <laughs> no, sorry continue continue they're on the same side over here sorry, i was yeah, well, i saw that poster i think yeah. and it was very clear to me that those girls were like just cute like 12 year old Cuties, girls right? like but maybe that's just well so here, here's but then i understand what so, so, <laughs> that so, looks like so to the rest of the world i think conservatives in in the united states got up in arms about it because Ted like, Cruz was, wasn't having it. Ted Cruz was not having it. He's <laughs> uh -huh. like, these kids are too old for me. Friend of the show. <laughs> too old. 
uh, he, so yeah, people like Ted Cruz and that ilk got furious saying like Netflix is promoting pedophilia. They're promoting, um, uh, child pornography, all these things. Right. I, I watched somebody who actually, well, I haven't seen the movie myself, but you watch it and like there, there is an aspect that is uncomfortable where they have young girls dancing provocatively and da- okay. dancing in like a sexual way. Right. Um, I think, though, the, the movie actually would, if you actually end up, like, looking into it, it is about uh, a, a girl whose dad is Muslim and marries a second wife, and her struggles dealing with this new family arrangement. It's, like, what the actual movie's about. Got it. But but the the what's portrayed and what everyone got upset about is, like, the the sexualization of children, which is how I think it ties into Euphoria, which Euphoria is, like, such a horny show. Obscene, so horny, obscenely, obscenely horny. horny. And yeah. they're, they're high school students, which is not that different, in my opinion. Could you relate to any of it? No, of course not. Really? Euphoria? I could. Okay, so I what, what, did you, what, did, what did you? What part of Euphoria did you relate to? Yeah, our, so Tess and Savannah are in the background. We all grew up. Um, we're like LA natives, and we all grew up and were doing all the things already at you know it was the time of like you know i went to school with chloe kardashian like the wow. paris hilton like like wow. those days what was no, chloe kardashian like in school not how she is today um <laughs> but i don't want to get any any drama or any lawsuits and so. she will be listening to this episode so. <laughs> totally um but euphoria i could relate just because um just that that total insecurity of of who you are like what your existence is when you're um a teenager and also like drugs growing up in california the way that they obviously it wasn't as hardcore like i didn't i was never addicted to heroin i never had to go through multiple withdrawals or detoxes and definitely learn how to definitely learn how to party in malibu that's the devil's land that place and then club life at like 16 years old Oh my God! There was like it was very like night at the Roxbury. Okay, okay. <laughs> Style now I'm, uh, clubbing, I'm but we were like up. sixteen. And anyway, I digress. But yeah, Euphoria, Euphoria, it hit on some. Okay, levels. So, so you had like an acceler- accelerated adulthood. You felt like as a as a high schooler, you felt like you were partying and engaging socially as adults would as a high schooler. Right, but ways. yet incredibly sad and undeveloped and not knowing yeah. where you put your feelings. Okay. You know how, because if you look at the show, everyone is struggling with some type of insecurity or family dynamic situation or repressed trauma. And uh, you see each character's like, I guess, avenue of how they, they translate that as like 16 and 17 year olds. And I think, I think the, I watched the first season um, and I think I could relate to like some of the more like human elements you're talking about, right? Like the the struggles you deal with at that age. What I what I was interested in and how it relates to cuties in some way is, uh, I don't know if there's a if there's a term for it, but like fashion creep, where things that like before before the internet, I guess, you would kids that were younger would get their aesthetics and interests from like an older sibling. They they would yeah. see what their older siblings were wearing. They'd want to emulate that, imitate that. They would see what came out on TV, and they'd want to do that. But for the most part, all these things were marketed to teenagers and young adults. Now I feel like it's a common sentiment where you'll see people being like, "Wow, fifth graders are dressing like nineteen year olds." You know, uh, the the clothes they wear, and and a lot of times it seems like the 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 same things now are being advertised to people who are twenty five all the way down to. 14, 15. Yeah. I mean, my son wants a phone. He's going to be 10. Yeah. And we're supposed to start giving a phone now with like a tracker. Sure. And uh, I remember like screaming at my mom when I like at 14 or 15 wanting like a burner and it's like no way. Yeah. 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 Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think it's, yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have a cell phone until I was like, was driving around. Right. Yeah. Same. That's yeah. I think it was when we all started driving. But how how do you feel about these things? I mean, like you, you mentioned Khloe Kardashian, friend of the show, is BFF. BFF, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, these things are now marketed towards because it's a bigger market. If you if you can now get children interested in buying makeup palettes and clothing, 
you have a much more uh, you have a bigger revenue stream, right? Bigger market. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, how do you feel about things being marketed to children in that way? Do you think it's okay that children are dressing older than they are? Like kids are growing up a lot faster now. Do you think it's like a, a natural progression of the way things are? Do you think that's uh, maybe unfortunately, a I think it's a sick and natural progression of the thing of how yeah, because people always I feel like feel this way like in every generation. You know what I mean? Like whenever oh, we yeah. were younger, any like, generation is the generation after yeah. your precedent. Uh, yeah. So, but I think everything is accelerated now, like living in like a globally connected society or whatever. And I think that there are going to be like unforeseen sort of consequences. I don't know. But, but so you're saying it's not, no different than it has been in the past. No, I'm saying it's the same idea, but it's probably accelerated and exaggerated. Okay. Because of the internet. Okay. Yeah, I think and I agree with you. How young people are sort of glued, like how young people start, like just being totally, like living their life more in the matrix than out of it, right? Like, like their social media presence is more important than like their real life social life if you're, you know, a certain age. Yeah, absolutely. And like if you, I mean, like just look at all the, the epidemic of like dissociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. multiple personalities. Well, this is, I was going to say the thing that scares me the most about, um, this is where I'm so grateful. It's like, you know, kind of the last generation before social media. I mean, we had AOL. Yeah. Right. And everyone was just talking to a bunch of creeps online. Had no clue. <laughs> that was the that real, was that, that was, was the real meta. Yeah. Um, but uh, all these suicides and the online bullying. I just, for me, that's the number one horrific thing that I think, like it kills me today. The amount of people that commit suicide. Yeah. yeah, like eleven-year-olds. Totally. No, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just something that, obviously, I went through bullying. I'm sure you guys went through bullying. Everyone went through bullying, but yeah, it was contained, and then we forgot about it a week later. You know, right, right. Yeah. Well, ki- kids. I mean, it's like kids used to fight with fists and knives, and now they're like n- using nukes. Basically, there was some, there was some controversy recently where these high schoolers put out a huge document uh, of like these allegations saying all of these like horrible things about one of their classmates uh about like his sexual predator nature and people read through all the documents and like it's it's just it's just normal high school shit like like dating when you're in high schooler is like messy and bad and not good and like things are awful but it was like this whole thing calling him a groomer and a sexual like predator and i think like man kids are now learning from these things and potentially ruining each other's lives forever over normal ass kid shit yeah and it's terrifying i i think that part i think i cannot imagine growing up in 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 that environment now and i do largely think it is like the internet yeah no i mean it's definitely the internet i think we're just not afforded as much context and like nuance to a situation oh yeah like zero zero you're not you're not award like allowed any everything's taken in the worst faith like no one gives you the benefit of the doubt speaking of um Team Team Depp or Team Hurt? Where are you at? Let's get in. Let's talk it. about bad faith. Yeah, let's talk let's, about... let's finish. Let's like make yeah. the the last core. Uh, yeah. This is really why we even did this. Uh, podcast. Unless <laughs> unless unless somebody threw a grenade at you at some point or something. Any right. more like <laughs> violent drama we want to unpack here? No, I okay. think we're good okay. for episode the first guest reoccurring. This will be a reoccurring. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. A regular. Well, segment. lawyers will draft up the paperwork. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see if my our shit eater can uh, take some time <laughs> off. <to laughs> Like I'll take your papers. <laughs> his, his, uh, his 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 royal seal is just a little piece of shit he puts oh. his ring into. <laughs> That'd be a good logo for the Western. It would, yeah. that would be. Podcast, I would actually, like yeah. Mr. Poop. Yeah. Um, I know you're listening, by the way. And we do love you, and you'd like to have you back. So Aww, it's all in good, fu- all in good fun. All in good fun. <laughs> all in good fun. Um, to wrap this up, I'm Team Depp. I mean, oh, Johnny's just. The best basket case of all time. How could you not? How could we not? And that transatlantic accent. Where did that come from? (laughs) Did he keep the Pirates of the Caribbean accent? I love it so much. I love also he's never seen those movies, which I think is hilarious. I love that so much. That saved his balls on this one. Jesus. Oh, man. But it's just. Thank God he franchised and made like $200 million. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that so as far as I understand it, this is a defamation suit against her from mm-hmm. Johnny Depp for a right. hundred million dollars for ruining his career for for writing the tales of Me Too, saying that he abused mm-hmm. her, right? Uh, and recorded him. The things that I find so uh, so interesting is all of the evidence she has that she plays all those tapes. 
just make her look horrible. None of them make it like at the worst he seems like drunk and volatile, but never yeah. violent or abusive. Yeah. My <laughs> ex used to record us when we were having a fight. He's like, "Oh, record you." I'm like, "Oh, I, it's just the I don't know. It's a it's it's <laughs> it's fucked up. It is the word up. the word is like extremely overused now, but it is like a toxic behavior. Yeah. Uh, it's like a toxic situation. I don't know. It's like a yeah, evidence, evidence of what you said and did. Anyway. Um Right, but the idea of like collecting evidence against your partner to litigate these issues in some kind of the court of public opinion, presumably, or something like that, it's insane. Yeah. Right? Yes. Well that's when people only want facts of course you know? yeah proof yeah. yeah i love that she shit in his bed i think that is a, a cool that move a by move. her like just, just just take a take a squat i over bet the bed, your shit, shit eater has like had like <laughs> the biggest fucking boner when he when he that's saw true, true. oh definitely it, you know she admitted to we don't have it that's true i bet i bet he has been yeah. You think he's yeah, we been brought what? these for everybody? Yeah, so. these are, these are, these we're are just sucking down cancer. They should, you know, they should have um, sticks. You know how they have tiki drinks the with different straws. They should have like a big tobacco. I guess that's hookah. Never mind. It's hookah. That's never mind. I, I was gonna like say like hookah. a tiki drink cigarette, but they've already done that. It is hookah. Man, every idea has been done. How do you deal with that as a creative? Uh, somebody in the creative industry. That every idea has been done. Every original idea has been done. Like for example, my great idea about a tiki cigarette has been done by the hookah. Um, and well, everything is cyclical. Look at trends. They're just constantly just That's true. one big That's true. hamster wheel. That's true. You know, it, it's like we were doing the mid nineties thing and then it got into the Y2K early 2000s <laughs> yeah. thing. And then I'm just like, but once again, it's like accelerate the same way it's always been, but like happening on a much shorter time frame. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird to see Gen Z, I don't know, annoying people on TikTok being like, Look at my stoner grunge aesthetic. Like, I just don't who think it would be... Who has ever put the word stoner grunge? What is stoner grunge? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's the name of our first episode. Which a I feel stoner like who, like, yeah. looks grunge. That's just yeah. grunge. Which is yeah. just, yeah, what just is, a stoner. Uh, I don't you know. know. <laughs> just a stoner, man. It really is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's... Obviously, you know, when these brands are like, oh, it's new, it's innovative, this. I mean, it's always only the tech part of it. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I'm all about brands that are trying as much as they can to use like recycled fabric and sustainable, like doing that whole thing. Like, sure. Yeah. It's also very tough, you know, for, anyway, I digress so so much. Would you, <laughs> no, 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 I think, I think that's interesting. I mean. Would you identify as an eco-fascist? <laughs> <sighs> what does that even mean? Good question. Yeah. That's like Greenpeace, right? No, no, no. I no? just like to show like people. I'm proud of my carbon footprint. It's not that bad. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that the concept of the carbon footprint was created by ExxonMobil? <laughs> to teach us a lesson? Personal responsibility for, uh, yeah. for climate change. To divulge. Slow. Yeah, right. divulge it it's from the. But it's one of those things where it's like, like I, I know that, and I, I realize that like as an individual, there's very, very little I can do that will have any effect on like how we are polluting the earth. I've but I still recycle. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm still going to do... If it's convenient. If, well, yeah. if it's convenient, I'll do it. If not, it's like... <laughs> if the bin's already out on the street. If the bin is like, out. Fuck. And sometimes the bin over there is so full, it's like, I'm just chucking this If my recycling can is full, will I throw a can in the trash? No. Maybe. Yeah. But I do my best. Well, and then you always have that echo of that person's like, nothing really gets recycled anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pin, and, pin and Teller doing their fucking yes. bullshit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, if you if you if you ash a cigarette into a into a can, can you still recycle that, or is that trash now? Do you know what the rules on that are? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Gonna but you're, and you're supposed to rinse out everything. Yeah. I'm everything. Not oh my god, I'm not doing nobody's, any. Nobody. Everything. Doing that. I'm giving jobs to a union man somewhere to yeah. pull off the labels and to empty out my cigarette butts. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is and this is an anti-union podcast for the record. <laughs> oh god, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Actually, <laughs> who knows? Is, it a, is it a joke? <laughs> yeah. Is it a what joke? did you said? I'm the eco fascist. Eco fascist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Eco fascist WP. Well, any uh, we should we should wrap it up. I know we got a time limit. Yeah, actually, good time to wrap it up. Do you yeah. have any final words? Any any other traumatic experiences you want to share? No, I'm good. But it was it's really interesting recording this in Austin, Texas. I like it. I like this construction site outside. Construction site. Little dog yeah. went by. Little dog. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. This has been really fun. 
Really nice boys. Thank Lovely you. to meet you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, to meet what you are the too. odds? I know. Y'all I'm from glad. Texas. It was. I, 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 I'm, yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I was glad that you didn't want to sue us or uh, cancel us yeah. or anything like that. Should we end all by cheersing to cease and desist? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah. Right. To, to cease, cease and, and desist. desist. Yeah. Or don't actually do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Never, actually. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll definitely, like, we'll have to have you back on do a little remote, remote recording. Yeah. yeah when, when's, um, when's Fashion Week? Oh, we should do a Fashion Week. What do you, do you have anything that you want to promote? Yeah, plug. No plug. I mean, anyone got a a project that needs production, photo or video? Call one eight hundred Go West. Is that your number? <laughs> I wish. Oh, I was gonna say, damn, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's a good ass number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I guess I didn't think about this. Are we competing for Western Promises dot gay? Oh yeah, we have Western. Y'all can Promises. have it. Oh, we have it. Oh, okay. oh you have it. We have yeah. it. We can share it. If what you are want. the other ones that you other domains? We we need to we need to look. I I got that one because it was cheap and available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Western, I don't think Dot Gay works outside the U.S. Though, unfortunately, I think that is oh. a it is a top level domain only in the United so States to all the VPN users. Yeah, hot exclusive. Yeah. Oh god, uh, we didn't you're even, not allowed we didn't to be gay anywhere. Else. Fucking talk about Louis Theroux. Are you a big Louis Theroux fan? Who's that? Okay, good. Okay, good. If you if you would have been a big fan, that would no. I mean, I I love him. Personally. Am I gonna get shit on? No, the no, audience no, 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 that no, no, I don't no, know. No. This? Most of the people that we have on don't. We've just like we've Louis just asked is. everyone if they are a fan of Louis Theroux. Um, he's a BBC Two reporter, uh, tall, lanky, awkward guy. <laughs> okay. Who he got famous for doing this show called Weird Weekends, where he'd come to the United States and spend a weekend with different subcultures in the United States. So he did it with swingers. He did it with neo Nazis. He did it with um. Uh, uh, gambler, survivalist, uh, right. great. Um, he's great. I maybe have heard yeah. of All Gas No Breaks. I maybe have heard of him. No, no, no yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I know of All Gas No Breaks. He, uh, it's called something else, like Channel Five News now or something, because the dude, the, the curly hair guy who wears the suit, who does it, was like, had originally signed a deal with some like Fuck Jerry or some media company. Like media company, sure. uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> and then they it was just like a shit deal. And since they were big, it was like fuck. So then right. they uh, they lost the name. I think all gas no breaks. But like the core team oh. broke off, started doing their own thing again. Interesting. So, so I guess shout out to that, whatever that's called. Sure, shout out to that, whatever that's called. Um, yeah, pr- uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I got nothing else to say. No, thanks for coming. Yeah, to, thanks, thanks for coming, coming to Texas. Thanks for having me. We'll do the next one in Paris. Ooh. Yeah, do a little Paris. I've never been to Paris. My namesake. I've yeah. been I've been to the airport and I had a fifteen dollar espresso and it was not very good. Well, next time you'll have a twenty dollar one in the city. <laughs> I can't Absolutely. wait to eat McDonald's in France. <laughs> My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. I'd like to see you wiggle wiggle for sure. It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know. Ride it in my fear, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got a knack to relax in my mind Sipping some red, red wine I sit bruised from chalices Holding my palaces Crib is so cramped you suck a supper from paralysis Rhymes, I ride them in the castle You try to diss me and pretty soon your arsehole squat the cell Cause I can tell you it's illegal Treason, that's the reason I'm real You do time for the crime of less majesty I the Police, cause they can't arrest me. I like to see you wiggle, it makes me dribble. Fancy a fiddle? My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure. It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know. Ride it in my fear, you really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact, no slack. But luckily the seats go back, I got a knack to relax in my mind. Sitting some red, red wine. See you wiggle.